0: The real estate industry and entrepreneurship as we know it is changing. Join me on this journey and discover how to successfully navigate this new world of technology disruption. How do business owners and real estate agents like us achieve sustainable profitability in the midst of automation everywhere? Is it possible to offer the very best customer experience and? Charge enough to really thrive? Those are the questions. My name is Amy Donaldson, author of Get Off the Cash Flow Roller Coaster. I am your host, and this podcast seeks to find the answers. Hello, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Get Off the Cash Flow Roller Coaster podcast. And today I'm super excited to meet, um, introduce this guest. Her name is Colleen Cleary. She is just an amazing inspiration to women everywhere. She's been an inspiration to me. Um, and I know that a lot of my listeners, I know you guys are just going to fall in love with her. I hope you love her as much as I do. So, Colleen does health coaching. And most people, if you follow me at all, you know how much I love to run and exercise and do stuff like that. So I first met Colleen at a running retreat that she was hosting that was amazing. It was a runaway girls weekend. Um, And then I just learned she has so much more to offer. So let's welcome Colleen Cleary. Colleen, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Amy. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you today. It's going to be good.
0: Me too, because I'm so passionate about what you offer and who you serve. And um, well, and here's something, even as recently as a couple years ago, I had never heard of a health coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had, and, and, and so I kind of want to touch on that because I'm guessing that some of my listeners probably, don't really know what that is um and when the first time that i heard it i kind of thought like oh is this a personal trainer who's trying to you know how people will like they'll be in a certain field and they'll be like oh no um it's it's not multi-level marketing it's direct sales and you're like so it's it's, we're just talking (laughs) (laughs) I I personally, anyone out there, I'm actually a big fan of direct sales or multi-level. I buy all kinds of stuff from my friends who sell things. Um, But the first time I heard the word health coach, that's what I thought. I thought this was a personal trainer rebranding, and I was wrong.
1: That is not what health coach is. Yeah. So, and you bring up a good point because health coaching is still relatively new in the wellness field. And I think a really great way to look at it is although we have a lot of training in the fields of nutrition and exercise and everything that goes into your health, we don't actually prescribe specific things that you should be doing. So you'll never hear me say to a client, I want you to eat six ounces of chicken and this much kale and da, 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 whatever. We take a point of view of how can we get you to figure out how to do all the things you should be doing. So for instance, if you know you need to be eating more green vegetables, because a lot of us do, we get to come in there and talk to you about the green vegetables because we have that training, but then we add into that, let's make a plan about how you're going to make that work for you. So that's a little bit different. We're supportive, we're encouraging, but we also hold you accountable so you can make it work.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I get this a lot too as a real estate coach, a lot of people... Just coaching in general, people don't always know what what coaching is. You know, they're like, Is it you're gonna help me with a business plan or you're gonna you know, so yeah Yeah. the, the whole coaching industry is kind of amazing.
1: Yes, absolutely. Very much needed. So
0: tell me for a minute what why you went into this and not say personal training or nutrition counseling. Like what made you want to be a health coach?
1: Health coach. So, the backstory in a nutshell is I was working in the field of education. I was an early childhood educator for almost 10 years and I loved it. I was mentoring other teachers, it was magical. But when that career started coming to an end because the school was taking this whole different direction, I was on the hunt for something else. And during that same time, I'd become a distance runner. Um so just by getting into distance running, I started looking at my own health more. I was like, well, maybe I need to eat a little better. Maybe I should take a look at my sleep, right? It just naturally lends itself to wanting to be healthier overall. Um, but I was still really struggling. And then I met a health coach through the running group I was in. And the more I talked with her, the more I was like, okay, I need to hire you because I need some help. And I got great results with her. Like I started losing some weight, my energy increased, which I desperately wanted as a mother of three children. And all these other things were really improving for me. And while we worked together, I was like, I think I can do your job. I'm an educator. I'd love to help people. Yes, I would need some training, but I think I'd be a good fit for it. So she very kindly shared with me all the things that she did to get into her career. So I did it. I just jumped in with both feet, went for my certification and never looked back. And I love it. I just love it.
0: That is just amazing. I just love your story. I love how you went from being a client of a health coach to actually coaching other women. And um and i know that like i've just seen such powerful results and i've seen the way that you touch the lives of the women that you work with um and i want to talk a little bit more about that um that more specifically i know you have a lot of women but but specifically mostly
1: moms is that correct yeah absolutely i have a passion being a mother of three children myself who are now ages let's see 25 20 and almost 19. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm in a whole nother phase of life. But as a mom of three, and I was formerly a stay at home mom and then I was a working mom, I just get it. It's so the roles that we have to play and the work that we put in, the 24 7, 365 roles that we play, Mm -hmm. it's a lot to carry. And um, I think in today's age, especially, Women are more isolated, and they struggle with comparing themselves to what they're seeing on social media. Like all those, it's just a lot, and yeah. so because I I'm, no, I have no idea about any of this. <laughs> I have a 21 year old, and for I'm many, sure years. no moms can relate at all. I was just joking the other day about that. What I remember so clearly is your kid. It's after dinner. You're exhausted. And your kids like yeah i got a project due and you're like okay when's it due tomorrow have right. you started no <laughs> i need poster board and glitter and, and you're like are you kidding you're killing me so can we just take
0: off of this dress i'm never gonna wear again from five yeah. years <laughs>
1: you're hunting through the entire home desperate for no. everything to be there
0: yeah you're like, we're not going to the store. I'm gonna just go ahead and rip this piece of siding off the house because we supposed so to war. And your kid's all upset, and you're like, "I'm. This is it. This is all I got left." And you feel like a bad mom. Yes. How many well, times? The have mom I felt guilt bad is bad. Oh yeah, for me, it it got. I would get so annoyed with so many things that after a certain point my um my child that coined the phrase that it was mom's fussy
1: hour <laughs> that's perfect and you know what we earn those fussy hours we earn them we earn them and i
0: know it's like yeah.
1: it's my fussy
0: hour and i'm not going to the store or back into the kitchen <laughs> if you're hungry heat something up i don't know or the yeah. best is when you would spend you know at the grocery store only two days later to hear the complaint. There's never any food
1: in the house. Oh, that is a big one. The food thing. Yeah. That's a never, never ending struggle. And that's part of why I love helping moms too, because nine times out of 10, we're the ones that are in charge for what's for dinner, what's to eat, what's for, and there's never enough food. And they, you know, they're never happy with what you've got. So yeah, that's a struggle. Well, and one
0: of the reasons I was so excited to have you on my show in particular is that most of my listeners are real estate agents. And the real estate agents who are also moms, I mean, let's just take this to another level. Real estate agents don't work nine to five. Right? Okay, real estate agents work nights, they work weekends, they work early mornings, they work in the middle of the day pretty much what, you know, so, uh, um, and, and the, the really, the, to really be on top of your game, this requires a lot of planning, real estate yes. agents are master planners, masters at being organized. And I know for me, those last minute wrenches of being a mom, uh, you know, so it, there was this balance where, you know, when you're a kid at the last minute, you need supplies for this project you didn't even know about. Right. Or, you know, black pants for, for, um.
1: Oh, choir or something. Yes. Whatever.
0: Right. I know. Right. What's the other black, like how many pairs of black pants have I purchased? <laughs> and where are the ones I just bought for the last thing? Like, can't right. we, we use them? Oh, we've outgrown those. Right. Um, or oh, t- we left them at a friend's house from a sleepover. Or who knows. Right. right. Or they faded and now they're not truly black. So that's no good either. I'm like, oh, heaven forbid, I wash something. <laughs> as, but as a but as a real estate agent, anything coming in last minute that wasn't anticipated is real is really difficult and really stressful. Um, and and then you know you've got this paradigm that a lot a lot of the women I speak to who are also moms got into real estate. So that they could spend more time with their children. So they could be better moms, right? Because as a real estate agent, we're, we're self-employed and uh, have control of our schedule in theory. Sure. Um. Or that was the idea anyways, that you make your own schedule and then you can be at the field trips and you can be an excellent mom. You know, and then at the end of the day, one thing is this little rant we've just been talking about, where, where did our health go?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And as women and mothers, especially, I often say um, we are quick to put ourselves last on the list if we even make it on the list. Mm-hmm. If we can even, you know, manage to put ourselves there. And um, that's really hard because it seems like making all those sacrifices and putting yourself, if you make it on the list, putting yourself last. the way to go because everyone's needs have to come first unfortunately what happens is that so many of the women that I work with by the time we start working together that routine of being last or not on the list means we're not showing up as our best selves in all the other areas that we have to show up so it seems counterintuitive but when we do take the time for ourselves we really can show up as better moms as better employees, business owners, friends, partners, you know, there's so much, but it makes a big difference.
0: Well, and I know for me, um I, because this this happens to be an area that I've that I have been strong, and I'm so grateful for that, that I've I've always been able to um make time for my health. And people often would ask where how I can fit that in, and and for me the reality was if I didn't get my workouts in, if I wasn't eating right, the wheels just fell off the cart, and every everything else was so much harder and so much more difficult. Yeah. Um, so I know firsthand. I know how hard it is to be a real estate agent. I know how hard it is to be a working mom. I mean, I was a single mom for many years. I mean, I know all mm-hmm. these struggles. And I know how much easier all of those things are when our health is, is first and foremost. Yep. Right. And
1: great.
0: You know, I'm in a pattern right now where I'm, I'm running mostly in the evenings. Um, but when I was a, a single mom and selling real estate, I'm, I mean, I met my friends out on the track at five thirty in the morning, a couple of days mm-hmm. a week. Um, and people who don't have those patterns in place, you know, they just say like, I'd rather sleep, which I get that. And I get how that seems to make sense. And, and especially that first time that you drag yourself out of bed and it's mm-hmm. dark out and cold. And of course, as soon as you decide to set this routine, that's the day that it's going to rain. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. well, cause we're in Portland too. So. <laughs> you know, so it's dark and it's wet, and the but, but you've got somebody, you know that this other person is going to be, it's 5.30 in the morning and they're up, so you, you kind of feel obligated. And those first couple of times, it's really, really hard. But then once you get in the routine, you realize how much more energy you have throughout the day, how much more clear your thinking is, how, how much more present you are for your clients, for your kids for your friends, for every other area. So it's, I was really, really excited um, when we met and to learn a little bit about what you do and how you help people. Um, but yeah, if you could just take a little minute and tell me basically about the different ways that if somebody wanted to work with you, somebody who's really struggling or somebody who feels like maybe they're not ready, like maybe they really are struggling with obesity. So they're like, I, I'm not gonna get up at 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or maybe, you know, they, they, you know, so, so at what point would it, could somebody hire you and how?
1: So you bring up so many great questions. I think readiness is a really big piece to making changes in your wellness. And I like to tell people, first of all, be really honest and authentic about where you are as far as being ready to make some changes Change is so hard, it's just a fact. I'd love to sit here and be like, oh, it's super easy to, it's not, it's hard work. That's why you hire coaches like me, that's why they hire coaches like you. Being a real estate agent is hard work in order to be successful and to really nail it, right? So you have to be honest about, are you ready for changes? And there are for sure lots of ways excuse me, ways to ease into it and make you successful. But if you're not really ready, if this is a time in your life where even thinking about it is overwhelming, don't judge yourself. Give yourself grace and go, you know what? Let's revisit this in six months. And then, you know, maybe I'll be in a different space. So that's the first conversation I always have with people. Let's be honest about where you're at and are you ready to make some changes? Then if you're feeling ready, If you're like something's gotta give i gotta do something i'm a huge proponent of baby steps i think especially in the beginning just showing up is more important than even all the effort that you need to put in so if you literally just say i'm gonna get up 10 minutes earlier in the day instead of ripping off the band-aid and saying i've got to get up two hours earlier and get this hardcore workout done you might not stick with that because that's a lot. So maybe you just set your alarm for 10 minutes earlier and you ease into getting up earlier and you do a 10 minute workout video off of YouTube. If you start building consistency around that, that is going to be something you can build upon. Um, Where I come in and why you want to hire me is I help you with tips and strategies like that. I mean, like I have countless numbers of them whether it comes to eating better, getting the workouts done, whatever you need to do to level up. Um, You hire me also because I'm going to hold you accountable. So you hit on a really good point of you're meeting someone at the track for that workout, knowing that that person is there for sure helps you show up. But a lot of people don't have that in their lives. They don't have somebody that will hold them accountable Or I use the example a lot of times where they're like, sure, sure, yeah, I'll do that thing with you. And then they're the ones that aren't showing up. You're trying to drag them to the track for the workout. Not helping you, right? So that's a big piece in the beginning, having that extra accountability, making a plan. And we have to take an honest look at where you're at and what's possible, and then what baby steps make sense for you. So to work with me, People have an option. They can work one-on-one with me, which a lot of people love in the beginning. They need that extra accountability and support, mm-hmm. and we meet weekly, either in person, on the phone, whatever works best for them. And then the other really exciting is I have a digital course that I've created. It's called Mom Life Hacks. And I, I was going to ask you about that. No way. Mom Life Hacks. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I put this course together because I think it's part of where we're going in the world of education and all of that. Everything's digital. It's instant access. And the beauty is you can do it wherever you want, whenever you want. If you've got Wi-Fi access, you're on your phone, laptop, whatever, you can access this information. And... Um, a lot of you know busy working moms they're like what do you mean I have to carve out an hour to meet with my coach when I'm, I'm not doing that but I can dial in and to listen something while I'm folding the laundry or making the dinner or whatever and if I'm doing it in my pajamas nobody cares so um so that's another way to work with me is you to love
0: things we can do in our pajamas right I mean the more we can
1: make that work I think the better
0: I also want to back up to something else that you said, um, that caught my attention because I know that when we see these, you know, fitness gurus, um, it's clear that they're spending a lot of time in the gym and a lot of time working out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you said just getting up 10 minutes earlier and then doing a 10 minute workout, is
1: that, is that enough? So here's what I think about that. I think over the long term, for sure, you're going to want to build upon that. I don't know anybody right now that can do just 10 minutes for the next, you know, a day, three days a week for the next 10 years, and that's all they need. No. But if I come to somebody who's doing no workouts right now, and they're exhausted, and I say to them, I'm going to need you to get up two hours early, drive to the gym, and do this workout for an hour, and then come home and get on with your day. In the beginning, when we first start setting goals and everything, it's super exciting. We're so motivated. We're filled with some They'll hope. do do that once and then never again, right? And they might not ever do it again, or they might do it a couple of times, but then there's going to be that morning where it's dark and cold and rainy, and they're going to be like, "Ugh!" Oh, and I was up too late watching Netflix or whatever was going on. Right. And then it's really hard to stick with it. But instead, if we start small, and it's really common to feel that whole 10 minutes, Well, I just told you I haven't worked out in five years. How's 10 minutes going to help? We're trying to build a routine. We're trying to build an identity around I'm someone who gets up early and gets a workout done. And if all I'm doing right now is 10 minutes, but I'm doing it consistently, I keep showing up, great. Then at some point, we're going to feel ready to bump that up to 20 minutes or half an hour or whatever. But we start small because then we can go, oh, look, I did it. Oh, I could do that again. And the other thing is if
0: they, if somebody gets up 10 minutes early, does a 10 minute workout every single day, but takes the weekends off, Mm -hmm. that's 50 minutes a week that
1: they hadn't previously been. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with baby steps. We are for sure in our culture, we're in that quick fix mentality and do it all and go, go, go. We're already go-go going as working moms. That's
0: something, yeah, that's something I just really want people to hear for people who, uh, because I I feel like that is a barrier. I hear that all the time. People say, oh, I could never do what you do. Um, but that doesn't mean they can't do something. Right. Just and that doesn't can't
1: make improvements. Yeah, over time. When you're ready, you've built up the confidence. You're like, oh, okay. And you start to see even tiny results from it. When you start to get just a little bit more energy and a little bit more confidence, it fuels you to keep doing more. Whereas if you went to the gym once, you killed yourself at 5 a.m. for the hour like your darn coach told you to, and then you never show up again, well then what you're doing is you're building up that habit of quitting. Because quitting on yourself can also be a habit. That can be a routine that people repeat over and over. So instead, start small and just keep building on that for sure.
0: So what would you say to the woman who is listening to this podcast, say she's driving in her car and she's listening to this. And I know someone out there is, but, but who's just thinking to herself, I just, I'm, I'm ready. I want the change. And I just, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to get started.
1: What would you say to her? Don't know where to get started, get on a free call with me. <laughs> That's literally what I do with women all the time. I offer a free 30-minute call, and the reason I offer it is because I've structured it so we can talk about what does life look like today? Well, how amazing would it be if there were improvements over time? What would it look like in six months or a year or five years? And then you know where where does it make sense to start? Um, yeah, it can be really overwhelming when you're going nonstop taking care of the entire planet or what feels like the entire planet, feeding yeah. all the people, shuttling all the people, doing all the work. Um, all the little it people has overwhelming. All the little people, all the places, and all the big people. All the oh my gosh, all the people, frankly. We're just yeah. taking care of the whole planet as busy working moms. So that's I that would be my number one suggestion. Just jump on a call with me. I'm not gonna try and push you into buying anything or signing up with me. If it's a good fit and we can work together, fantastic. If it's not, I'll give you a couple of suggestions here. Start here, do this one thing. And again, I'm a huge proponent of start small. What feels doable? Do you need to just start cooking breakfast every day? Is that your big thing instead of Pop Tarts for everybody? And I say Pop Tarts because believe me, my kids used to eat Pop Tarts and I would eat the leftovers off their plate. So it's, I know what I'm about. Yeah, the struggle is real. The struggle yes, it really is. So that's my number one suggestion. Don't try, you don't have to figure it out all yourself. Get on a call with me. I'm
0: what happy.
1: That's so generous of you. So how do people find you? Oh gosh, where am I not these days? Um, The easiest way is to go to my website. It's colleenclary.net. And I'm on Instagram, same name. I'm on Facebook, same name. But if you just go to my website, you can find all the things there. That's the
0: easiest. I will have, yeah, I will have a link to the website in the show notes. So anyone listening, you can just go to the school, the show notes, um, go to ColleenClarie.net. If you click on the services tab, that's where you'll see, is that correct? This is where your mom life hacks lives. What else lives in the services
1: tab? Um, that's where you get to learn more about what it looks like to work on one-to-one coaching with me. Um, there's another digital course on there that I put out just earlier this year. It's called five key questions. It's for anyone, not just busy moms, but anyone trying to reach wellness goals, Um, let's see. You can go to the events tab and see the Runaway Girls Weekend that you mentioned at the beginning. Uh, That Runaway Girls Weekend. (laughs) I had never been to
0: a, had never heard of a running retreat. I was so, so blessed. A, um, a dear friend of mine had purchased my entry or my, my spot. I don't know how that, how that all works, but it was, it was absolutely incredible. She was like, do you want to go on a Runaway Girls Weekend? I was like, that sounds
1: amazing. <laughs> right? What girl doesn't need a weekend away to recharge and connect with some other women? Yeah. It was uh, amazing. There was
0: wine and massages and food and like it wasn't just the running. We, we was running away.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that just came about because I wanted a running retreat for myself. And I kept seeing ads uh for like, these amazing retreats by all means i would go in costa rica or you know these other exotic locations which sounded great but it wasn't workable for me so i just decided to make my own and try it out and now it's a it's a thing so it was good
0: yeah now it's a thing i'm looking forward to the next one i can't wait yeah me either are there
1: spots available on this next one as we're speaking, I've got five spots left that are day-only passes. That's all I got left. The Overnights are sold out, but that doesn't mean you couldn't come and, you know, spend the night somewhere and come join us for the full day. So I've got five
0: spots in, left. This is in, um, in... Dayton, Oregon.
1: So it's Wine Country, Oregon.
0: Dayton, Oregon. So a day pass to Dayton, Oregon. Anyone interested in that? She's got five spots left and I will be there. Yay.
1: I'm so already... Sorry huh? I'm so excited. We're going to have so much fun.
0: Yes. I can't wait. Well, thank you. It's been wonderful having you on the show. Do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners?
1: Um, Yeah. I'll give you guys one closing thought for busy working mamas and just women in general, please give yourself some grace. I know that each and every one of you is doing your best with what you've got. And it is hard So stop aiming for perfection. Stop comparing yourself to other moms and just give yourself some grace.
0: Oh, I love that. Thank you, Colleen. Mm, Thank you, Amy. I really enjoyed our chat today. Me too. All right. Well, thank you for listening. That was another fun episode of get off the cash flow Roller Coaster. If you found this to be useful, we would love it. If you rate and review, we're looking for five-star ratings and please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. We would love, um, we're just looking to help as many people as possible.
1: So thank you for tuning in.